I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Makes him feel mellow. Welcome to I Like Beer, the podcast, where we discuss great beers and the stories that go with them. I'm your host, Jeff. And I'm your host, Jeff. With us tonight, full team, in-house, we got the doc. Aloha. We got producer Joe. Always a pleasure, gentlemen. And sound guy Tom. Check one, two, check one, two. We're friends who love good beer and telling stories, so we turned it into a podcast. And I'm just going to say this podcast just feels better when Joe's here. Mm -hmm. I I was thinking about this when I walked in the room. It just feels better. Like, you know, you have comfort food. I think he's like a comfort. <laughs> he's a comfort producer. Comfort producer. Yeah, I just fair. feel better when he's like a mash mash. I, I yes. said this last week and I'll say it again. Yeah. I don't know how to take that. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm just saying it just it just feels better. Right. Thanks, Joe, for being here. Uh, it's good to be okay. here. It's right. good to be here. Teachers by day, beer drinkers by night. Lucky enough to live in North County, San Diego, California. Beer Mecca within a beer Mecca. Please pour yourself a beer, pull up a bar stool, and join us. And of course, find and follow us on social media at I Like Beer the Podcast on Instagram, I Like Beer the Po one, and I Like Beer the Ta one on Twitter. We are untapped on untapped, and we are untapped. We are untapped on untapped. True. And we're really That's easy true. to find. And remember, the ILB store is open for business. Yeah, I think Black Friday's coming up soon. <laughs> so make sure you get your specials. I don't know if there are any specials, but check and see. Go to the website, yeah. I Like Beer the Podcast.com. Click on the shop. You're buying. Your beer ho- swag. Your holiday shopping your, will be complete. One unless you don't showing. love the people that are in your life that love beer. Yeah. yeah. And then don't go there. Then yeah. don't go but there. if you love them, go yeah. shopping. Yes. It's what everybody wants. It is. Hey, what are we drinking? Well, truth <laughs> be told, we're, we already opened a beer. You're <laughs> and, behind, Doc. <laughs> we're drinking a little something from Green Flash. This is Needs More Pumpkin. Uh, it's their spiced pumpkin beer. And... Before I tell you the style of beer, I'll get your, your thoughts on it. Um, I know we're mixed feelings about pumpkin beers around the table. Uh, Doc, you're a lover of the I'm pumpkin beer. I'm a fan. And how do you feel about this one? Uh, you know, it's fine. Nothing to rave about, <laughs> you know. But it's, it's, I like it a little more pumpkin. Do you think it needs more pumpkin? Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. They did say that right in there. It needs the more pumpkin. Yeah, they yeah, warned it's you. in the name, yeah. <laughs> it's a uh, copper color. It's got some lactose in it, oats, vanilla, pumpkin, and spices. Joe, thoughts? I like it. I think I'm picking up the lactose. I like mm-hmm. lactose beers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, A little milk. Tom, where are you at on this beer? I'm liking it. I'm digging this thing. And uh, you can always throw a little bit more pumpkin in it if you wanted to. But I'm, uh, I'm right there at a four. Good. And and talent. You know, I'm I'm kind of mixed on pumpkin beers. I mean, I've had some that I've, I like, and I've had a lot, probably more, that I didn't like. I actually don't want... I think this one's pretty decent. I, I like it. It's got just the right amount of spice, and then it kind of tapers off, which it might be because of the lactose. Mm-hmm. Gives it some good balance and a nice finish. It's like I said, one of these beers I, I, I can drink... The amount I'm drinking tonight is probably the perfect amount. Like a like a half pour is what I would go on a, on a pumpkin beer, but that's just me, um, and, I, and I would much rather go to a different style of beer. Right. And here's where... And why I didn't tell you the style. Because it is a coppery... It looks like an amber mm-hmm. ale. This is their pumpkin porter. Oh, really? And wow. that's and because I was Never expecting a porter that. and yeah. was excited for a porter, 
things kind of fell apart on me. It doesn't have that <laughs> roasty, toasty yeah, maltiness, no. yeah, that, yeah. Uh, the richness of a, a porter. And, and, and it's thinner than a stout, and porter should be thinner than a stout. But this, to me, when I'm expecting a porter, comes across watery. It yeah. does. I, I, I was thinking said, you were going to say it's like a blonde ale or something like that. If they said pumpkin amber, I think yeah, I right. would have adjusted, calibrated yeah, my right, brain right, right. for it differently. But when I'm expecting a porter, and I bought the four-pack expecting a porter. Right. It's the clearest uh, porter I've ever seen. Yeah. I, I actually thought you were going to say You can Belgian. actually look through this beer. Right. Okay. Yeah, Belgian. Little, little heavy yeah. on the allspice for me. I, yeah. The pumpkin could have more, but the allspice is a little strong. So I'm, I'm maybe at a 3.5 on this one. So. Yeah. It's a porter. It's a 3.5 for sure. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Fair and enough. That, <laughs> and that, I think that's my problem is I bought yeah. it expecting a porter. Yeah. Excited to see a porter yeah. actually. And now, if you're not from San Diego, maybe you can't relate to this, but it's hard to find porter beers around here yeah, it's it hard Good it ones. Yeah. so i was excited to bring one home and then less excited to look at it in the glass but yeah. not terrible i'm gonna i'm gonna drink i have two <laughs> others i already drink <laughs> but we got a beer in hand so how about toast roast and pour one out Tom, I know you brought a toast for tonight. I did. And I know I'm going back a week or so here, but I just had to acknowledge a guy named Tom. Okay. You know, I know, a little surprised there, but uh, you guys might have heard of this guy named Tom Brady. Plays a sport called football, American football. Well, not this past weekend, but the weekend before. He threw for his 600th touchdown career pass. But that's not the highlight that I'm going to talk about here. You see, late in the game, he jogged over to a young Buccaneers fan on the sidelines and greeted him, shook his hand, and gave him the hat off his head. You might ask why he did that. Well, that fan, nine-year-old Noah Reeb, had brought a sign to the game that read, Tom Brady helped me beat brain cancer. Wow. Yes. You see, Reeb was diagnosed as having a brain tumor in December 2020. He finished his cancer treatment in July, successfully beating the cancer. Go, Noah. Gotta go, Noah. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll toast to Noah. We're a pro so, Noah. Pro is Tom Brady the surgeon in the story? Because I am about to be super <laughs> impressed. I would not be surprised. And then change my Actually, entire opinion. Well, it's not going to go that far. The hat, the hat cured it. The dream for Noah was to not only go to an NFL game, but to see Tom Brady play. And his mom said... This kid has fought and fought with the dream that one day he could watch you play in real life to Tom Brady. You gave him strength and hope and a dream. You're not just a great athlete of all time, but you're truly a good man and exceptional father. Remarkable example for others. Brady spoke about the interaction after the game, and he said it was really sweet, obviously a tough, tough kid. It puts it all in perspective, what we're doing on the field. In the end, it doesn't mean much compared to what many people go through, so we all try to make a difference in different ways. So, a toast to Tom, hey, Tom for keeping things in perspective and giving Noah and his family a moment they will never forget. Cheers. Right. Right. Cheers. 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 Toast to Noah, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Tom. I've got a quick toast to Anchor Brewing, which we have a, a group story about. Uh, we've been pretty blessed to, to visit there a few times and had a great experience our very first time. Uh, City of San Francisco, they made a deal to reuse and recycle 20 million gallons of water annually. Uh, yeah, wow. so they want to step forward and be one of the first to start making that move as, as big breweries 
can and should be doing. So good people, good beer, doing good things. Cheers. 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 I, we had their holiday beer on Monday with Ryan, and it was uh, pretty good. I have Very some good. to share for Dude, late. Uh, for, awesome. Yeah, a couple yeah, of weeks nice. from now. Yeah, Absolutely. Talon, uh, you got a toast? Uh, yeah, I've actually got two. Um, so first one, we'll stick on the beer side of it. Uh, because I thought this was actually pretty amazing. We've been there, uh, Little Miss Brewing in Miramar. Yeah. And uh, they actually uh, just recently was announced that they're going to be opening up their eighth um, location in San Diego County. They actually are the brewery with the most locations in San Diego wow. County. Really? Wow. Yeah, so yeah. their seventh. I, when I was in Escondido last week, yep. they had one in Escondido. Yep. Um, they recently opened up one in Poway, and now they're going to be opening up one down in Chula Vista and like the East Lake area. So I thought that was pretty impressive. You know, most people probably wouldn't even know that if you ask that. It's a good trivia question. What what yep. brewery has the most locations in San Diego? Uh, most people are going to go for one of the big ones, but it's actually Miramar's Little Miss Brewing. And if you haven't had a chance to go and check out that brewery, uh, they make some fantastic beers. A great porter. They do make a great porter. What was the cake one? Uh, chocolate? You know, chocolate? Ger- I don't know what it was. German? Oh. It was such German a good beer. Yeah. Yeah, it was such a good beer. And then my second one is, is I'm big toast to nerds. Um, sure. Yeah, for a couple of reasons. Uh, the, the most obvious one is, uh, if you haven't seen this, the Book of Boba Fett, the next uh, series is uh, in terms of stream, is going to be streaming uh, in end of December on Disney+. Plus. And if it's anything close to Mandalorian, I, I think nerds everywhere, people everywhere are going to go, uh, myself included, are going to watch every episode and go crazy for it. But this one is even better because I didn't even know this existed. And now it's on the bucket list right in the actually probably top five of places I need to go. Manitoba, Canada, um, which wouldn't be a place I need to go, but now I do. <laughs> uh, there's a city in Manitoba, Canada called Gimli. Okay. And that city has a statue of Gimli. Uh, one of the members, one of the dwarfs of the Fellowship of the Ring, and he is the lone representative of the dwarfs who fought at the Battle of Moran in 3019 TA, uh, and they have a big, massive statue. So at some point in my life, I will need to go there and get a picture uh, with the statue of Gimli and uh, and post that proudly everywhere. My, my true nerd colors, I just finished my... About every five years, I reread Lord of the Rings, just finished last night. Oh, so nice. Sent uh, Gimli off to the Grey Havens and closed the book. Okay. Spoiler alert for people that read the entire appendix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of toasts and books, how about our friend Ryan? Yeah, no, fantastic. I'm super proud of him, and I uh, hope he's traveling safe right now. Yeah, <laughs> Actually, right. by the time he gets here, this, maybe he'll be almost on his way back. But, uh, yeah, he finished his book, and he dropped off some books for us on Monday with some beers as well. So, nice. I mean, books and beer, you can't get any better than that. That's Ryan Wolf, future Eli and Jane, the sequel to his book, Eli and Jane. Uh, my wife's about a third of the way through. Yeah. We dropped it's, it's, it's off and she started quick, reading. Yeah. I think he's on Amazon, right? With the, That's yeah, right. Yeah. On and Amazon. if not, just look for, what is it, one onewildlife.com. They mm-hmm. have it there as well. So make sure you pick up a copy. All right. Doc, I'm going to have to agree with you. I think I just read your mind. Mm-hmm. I don't think I can get through Toast, Roast, and Pour without another beer. Let's do it. <laughs> that amber ale, fading. golden hey. ale porter. Is gone. It's gone. So I don't want to complain about it too much because okay. it is gone. But it didn't do the trick. I agree. So tell us, what did you bring? Because I hear clicking. Yeah, yeah. Clinging. In I brought glass. us, you know, because we have so many craft breweries around San Diego. We need to go somewhere that's not a craft brewery. <laughs> like Trader Joe's. Oh. <laughs> you know, we got to Trader you know, Joe's is, a for people that don't know, it's a grocery store for middle class white people. Pretty much, <laughs> yes. Hey, come on now. For your yoga moms. Yeah, so, you know, we yeah. think we're it's high... It's okay f- that it's that. No, that's it's just, not, but yeah, that's, but that's really it. Is. We yeah. think we're highfalutin and snooty here with all these craft breweries. We're yeah. going to Trader Joe's. <laughs> this is Howling Gourds 
pumpkin ale. Nice. Howling gourds. Bring it. And I need a bottle opener. <laughs> and as we open that up, when we move into roasts, don't leave home without it. I've got a roast to get us going. I'm going to roast overworking. Oh, yes. Yeah, researchers have uh, been taking a look at our tendency toward working extra long hours to the point of physical and mental exhaustion. And that has expanded even further during the pandemic uh, from an average of 7.3 hours pre-pandemic to 9.2 hours of overworking nowadays. And with that time we spent working from home, many of us people now, the idea of bringing your work home, much more acceptable, checking your emails, responding to requests, answering phone calls, finishing up projects once you get home. We've kind of just accepted that's part of what we do. And that's not good for us. It's leading to quicker burnout and a phenomenon they're calling rage quitting. Ooh. Oh, wow. which actually sounds really tempting. It does. It does. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us more. I think I do that once a day. Yeah. <laughs> In my mind. In my I, mind. I don't say it out loud. No. And introverts who used to be sort of the ridicule of the office because they didn't mix well with others and didn't were team players. Uh, they're the most dedicated to overworking, even if they're not paid. They just love to go home and keep working. Right. So uh, they're going to. They're going to take over the intro. Joe knows this. The meek shall inherit the earth, if not the earth, at least the workplace. The workplace for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. Counterpoint: That's mostly older, established workers. Those younger workers that we all complain and whine about, especially if they're employees, they've decided the pandemic means I should not have to work so hard, right. and I need <laughs> lots of time to play, and yeah. and uh, I need lots of space, and I need time off, and my job doesn't matter that much, and that's of course. Uh, driving some employers crazy. Yeah. But there's probably a balance there not to go home and kill yourself with overwork and don't sell your soul to the company store. There's sure a balance. So maybe we can get some silver linings out of it. That's my roast. Overworking, which I have been guilty of over the last two years. Raise your hand if you've been guilty of that. Nah, yeah, that's the whole group. I would say no. That's not true. Uh, did they say anything about rage firing? Yes. Rage I've been- firing? <laughs> I don't want to ask about that. I'm, an empl- I'm not an employer. <laughs> I've been close to that. <laughs> uh, like I'm Fred Flintstone. Mr. Slate was always yeah, firing Fred. We got another roast? I got a roast. All right, you guys ready for this? Ready. Probably the top story right now uh, in sports. Sorry, Tom Brady. I don't know if you guys saw this. Well, first I saw the headline, and, and the headline read, Pet Monkey of Texas Football Coach Allegedly <laughs> Attacks Kid Trick-or-Treating. Oh, well, obviously, you see, you, you see that. You're going to click on that. you got to follow that. And, oh, my gosh, the wormhole that we went down <laughs> with that. So let's get into this a little bit. Okay, you ready? So first of all, the pet monkey does not belong to the football coach. Okay? Uh, the football coach in question is named Jeff Banks. He's the Texas, the University of Texas special teams coordinator who actually came from Alabama. So he's in the Nick Saban coaching tree. The only reason I point this out is that uh, he comes to Texas. He is the highest paid special teams coordinator in the country. He's paid $1 million to, to, to coach what? special teams in college. Wow. And he is said right now to be a, 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 a prime candidate for a head coaching job coming up. So anyways, so the pet monkey does not belong to him. However, it belongs to his girlfriend. Okay. Okay. And here's the best part. I guess this would be the part that's the most bananas of this story. Oh. Uh-huh. Is, uh, thank you. His girlfriend, he left his wife and kids a, a couple of years ago uh, for this woman. And she is a former stripper who goes by the name Pole Assassin. 
Okay, wow. so pole assassin. Pole assassin. Pole assassin. That was that's her name. Is she Polish? No, no, pole assassin, <laughs> as in the stripper pole. And and the monkey, the monkey's named Gia, and she actually had incorporated the monkey into her act. So the oh, monkey boy. would also okay. be important in the strip act. And actually, at one point, she was featured on the Jerry Springer show. And uh, the show referred to her as the goat when it comes to stripping. So that shows you're talking about Tom Brady. Uh, She was the goat. (laughs) Not the monkey. So anyway, so that's as we keep walking down this. So now apparently uh, the monkey was hers or is hers. And on Halloween, they had uh, it bit a child. So then she proceeds to go on Twitter to deny all the allegations and really put it back on it's the kid's fault. And it was actually quite hilarious to follow well, it along. Or the parents' fault. Who let the kid in the strip club? That well, exactly. <laughs> it was. However, it didn't happen at the strip club. Oh, oh, She's I, a former stripper. I, I guess it. I, I pictured I, it wrong. I didn't clarify yeah. that. Former stripper, uh, pole assassin. Let's get that right one more time. I just don't know how many times I can say pole assassin because I just think it's the greatest name ever. Um, but here's the deal: the monkey is uh, her emotional support animal. Of course. Sure yes, it is. It's her emotional support animal. And she basically, here's here was her quote or her, her thing is she said, hey, there's been no vicious attack. I had a haunted house on one side of my house gated off. Uh, he, referring to the child, had no permission to go past the gate. I had no idea he went in my backyard and neither did I know anything about the bite uh, until a neighbor contacted me later. Uh, no parents have contacted me. Uh, she was asked, "Does the uh, does does the animal have it shot?" Uh, I think referring to the vaccine. You know, she took it another way. Uh, yeah, he has had all his shots because he's an emotional support animal. Uh, he only speaks by command of high five. This is I've been quoting her. Sure. Her thing was that a twelve year old child should know better than to enter someone's yard without permission, and old enough also to follow the rules. And the rules were: when you get to the gate, you turn around and come back out for candy. Every other parent and child did so. Uh, so stay tuned. Uh, not sure how this is going to go, but I, I want to just refer to this one more time. Timeline. Mm-hmm. Jeff Banks leaves his wife and kids for a stripper <laughs> known as Pole Assassin, who was featured on Jerry Springer. <laughs> Next, Texas hires Jeff Banks as the special teams coordinator. And most recently, Pole Assassin's monkey, <laughs> who performs with her, allegedly attacks a trick-or-treater last night. So stay tuned. At her hosted haunted house. At her hosted, hosted haunted house. This story, there, I'm sure there will be more to come from this story, but but stay tuned. Um, and uh, yeah. that's that's my roast right there. Because really, the roast really goes back to you. You shouldn't have a monkey as a pet. No. Yeah. There no. we go. Poor yeah. monkey. I Poor monkey. Stressed out. Yes. I blame friends and Indiana Jones for making uh, it seem okay. That's yeah, probably true. Fair. You know, this this howling gourds pumpkin ale. This, now, this I quite like this. I do. See, I feel this one's... Too over the top pumpkin. It's a little spicy. Well, not only pumpkin, it's a little spicy. Yeah, but see, that's yeah. what I don't like about the pumpkin like, yeah. when I have it. So, like, I can see someone who really likes pumpkin ale is going to really like mm-hmm. this one. Yeah, I yeah. like the other one because it was more mild. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was a little more, to me, balanced on the finish. Right, right, right. This is a much fuller, more medium-bodied, fuller beer. There's 4, 4.0 for me on this one. I, I like this quite a bit. See, yeah. and I reversed because I went 4 on the last one. I went 3.5 on this one. So, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm the enough. opposite of you. There you go. Weird. I don't like being in that situation. That's not normal for us. No, it's not. (laughs) Joe, you land the same or any different? It has like a little more effervescence to it. Right. So, you know, Trader Joe's joke, what they call their brewery is Joseph's Brewery. Oh, it's a five. Yeah, Yeah. Joseph Brown. I I didn't know that. (laughs) Uh I like it a little less than the last one. I'd say three, seven, five. Tom? I would say the same thing for it's got a little bit of a bite on the end of it i'm not sure what it really is uh, but it just leaves a lingering taste that you don't lingering really spice. i can't like the spice i like it better than the last one i do too yeah all right all right there you, how about there you go 
I just want to say pole assassin one more time. Yeah, that's yeah. all. I just want to say pole assassin. All I was doing was yeah. stalling yeah. so yeah. you could Thank say you. pole I, assassin. I'm, I'm just wishing there was a video. Of this there are videos. <laughs> you can actually find <laughs> videos on Twitter. Not of her. No, of, of pole assassin's act. Ass. No, I don't know. <laughs> but the act with the monkey. I think it's the one from the Jerry Springer Wait, show when she was on the Jerry Springer. Did show. she bring her monkey like on the Jerry Springer show? The monkey was on the pole at one point. Oh my. Yes. God. Yeah. It's part so of. That's part of her act. It was part of her act. She's no no longer a stripper. I believe. I believe a former stripper is in her. Well, yeah. is he getting paid a million dollars a, a season or something? The goat. No. Now the boyfriend is. Yeah. So yeah. she doesn't need to do it anymore. No, she does yeah. not. She can spend her time planning right. her haunted house right. and the safety precautions necessary to right. keep it a good community. Keep it safe. I wonder, I wonder what else that monkey can do. I, the, I don't think I'm going to move know. on into yes, pores. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Speaking of that. Tell them what do you got for pores. All right. So I got a, a pour here. So guys, with all of the issues going on in the world, you can always count on PETA to tackle the biggest problems. Oh, speaking of monkeys. Yes. He kept it. Um, I don't know what they're going to say about pole assassins monkey, but no. this is what I got. So PETA's at it again. And what do you think's got them all ex- excited this time? They're ex- pole assassins. No, they're not. They haven't. I don't know. Pole assassin just happened, so they, <laughs> that might be the next yeah. thing. But they are really upset uh, with baseball uh, over the use of the term bullpen. Um, they basically think that the cows. <laughs> oh they what they're saying yeah. is that the cows are up in arms about where the relievers warm up, and it's time that we hear their voices. Yeah, the cows are upset, and enough is enough. So they want it to be not they, a bullpen at all, or they, they would like it to be pen. called. Arm barn, the arm barn, the uh, arm barn. So, yeah, the arm barn, not the bullpen, because cows mm-hmm. are really upset. So actually, I like arm barn better. I like arm barn. Yeah, but because Peter brought it up, I'm him. opposed to it. Because <laughs> <laughs> enough like is enough. Barn. But arm barn is kind of cool. Um, but the fact that they're trying to say that cows are upset about it being used. Um, well, then relievers are going to take offense because they don't want to be living in a barn. Exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm I'm pouring one out. Apparently, I don't know who I'm pouring one out for, but I just I think baseball's <laughs> just in trouble <laughs> with the with the bullpen. It's I'm pouring one out for the bullpen. It's over. Baseball can't get a break. No, they can't. Poor baseball. <laughs> Native Amer- Native Americans. They're in trouble all yeah. over the place. Well, no one's watching, so that is <laughs> hardly true. matters. Yes. That yeah. is true. I, I gave myself a break from this World Series. Yeah, I don't need to watch this. Mm-hmm. There's nothing of interest in this for me. I didn't watch a single pitch. No. I, I thought about it, and I thought there's got to be something else on. I actually <laughs> turned the last game on, and I went, yeah, I could care less. Is it over right yet? It just finished last night. Congratulations to the Atlanta Braves, uh, who are the world champions. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Toast, Roast, and Pour One Out. It's a big week on social media for us for messages from from listeners and and fans of the show. The kids, the the younger listeners, they said it's been a while and they'd like it to come back. Mm. You know what they're talking about, Talent? I think I do. And I'm ready. What the whiskey, tango, foxtrot, All right, so here's the deal. Again, normally I see these stories and I kind of pass over them, and I, I try not to get too political on here. Um, but I saw this story and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Because you start reading through it and it's it's amazing. And this just to me is kind of epitomizes why we are where we are right now. So uh, the, for those following at home, and and this you know will have happened about a week in the past when this releases. But yesterday, hundreds of QAnon supporters traveled from all over the United States. I mean, probably about 15 different states, uh, and they went to Dallas. And they went to Dealey Plaza, which is where JFK was assassinated. And they were appearing there because 
he was supposed to appear. JFK was supposed to reappear on mm. Tuesday night, mm. so that's yesterday, and ordain former President Donald Trump as the King of Kings. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Was it JFK or JFK Jr.? Well, let me go through oh, this. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I thought I saw some it's a little bit of everything. Yeah. So oh, there's more. There is more. So so is anyway, Jesus so Jesus freaking king or what's Well, here's how Yeah. So here's <laughs> how there's a monkey in this story, I'm gonna be <laughs> delighted. Be awesome. And I, I'm I, hoping I want to hear the word pole assassin. It will happen at some <laughs> point. So, anyways, uh so there's several different versions uh, of the conspiracy theory of what was supposed to happen last night. So first of all, according to this one website, uh, and this account actually has 250,000 followers. Um, and according to this account, wow. their their version of this theory is that Trump will be reinstated as the 18th president of the United States. 18th. Okay. 18th. Yeah. 18th. What's it's a good that? slot. To because a good slot. because uh, everything since 1871 which is the date the sovereign citizen movement claims that the U.S. became a corporation, is illegal. So everything that's happened since is illegal, so he would become the 18th president. Mm. Uh, what they're saying is what, what will happen is that once he becomes that 18th president, Trump will then step down. Okay. Biden will step down. No, no. Trump will step down. Oh, he'll be president. He'll be president. He, no, he'll, he'll be reinstated. Becomes, right. Yes, and he then, gets reinstated. But then he'll step he'll down. He'll step down. You because, know, this is making a lot of sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because then John F. Kennedy Jr., who did die in a plane crash in 1999, he will become president. What? Okay. Yes. And joining him as vice president will be. Wait, why do they want? Why would they want him? You have to follow the story because okay. there's a there's don't, an end here. Right. Joining him, joining ahead. him as vice president will be disgraced former national security advisor Michael Flynn. Nice. So you got this JFK okay. Jr. now as the president. He's Bannon Michael Flynn. Mike, Michael Flynn is the vice president, and then at that point, Trump will ascend to become one of the seven new kings. Most likely, yes. King of Kings. Yes. Okay. Yes. Got, you guys following? Yes. Me? Okay. Yes. It, it took me a while, but, yeah, this but that's is all making sense. Now that's that's one one version of the what's going to happen. Second version. Well, that this is from sounds a, to what, me like the version. Well, second version uh, is comes from another gentleman who runs another channel, and this one has over a hundred thousand subscribers, and he sees it a little differently. This guy's name is Protzman. He's long claimed that the Kennedy bloodline is directly linked to Christ, and he said that on Tuesday, yesterday, JFK Senior. Jackie and JFK Jr. will all be reintroduced to the world. Now, they're all dead, but they're going to be reintroduced to the world yesterday. And then JFK Sr. will travel around for seven days, and then he will pass again. Okay. Hmm. Okay, you guys follow me? Ascend. He'll but, ascend yeah, up. he'll ascend again. Okay. But then Ascend be, the pole. Yeah, it could be. Maybe. But before he dies, <laughs> before he dies, JFK Sr. will transfer power to Donald Trump. Now, I don't know what power he has. But, but he will transfer to Donald Trump. He's, he's about 101, 102 years yeah, old yeah. if he was alive. Right. So whatever power it is, it must be light. Mm, but yeah. he's going to transfer that to Donald Trump. Lift with your knees. Right. Yeah. And then JFK <laughs> Jr. will become Trump's vice president. Yes. Okay. okay. That makes more Wait, sense. Do I need to take some like right. psychedelic drugs to follow this story? No, you might need that for the third okay. part of this. <laughs> so this is the, the option three, door <laughs> number three, three, right? We all are in that door one, door two. Now door number three is another part says that JFK, this return will coincide with the reversion. We're going to go back to the Julian calendar, okay? And the Julian calendar, if that happens, that means once that happens, once we do that, the date automatically changes back to October 20th, and Trump's back and he's president mm, again. Boom, right. right? So that's okay. how that happens. Go ahead. That one's all right. Okay. The first one just makes logical sense to me. Right. That that one seems efficient. <laughs> it does. So now here's here's the thing. that, that, that Again, you guys, we're talking WTF here, so we all get and understand where we're coming from in this, but... I don't know if you saw videos, probably didn't, but I saw some videos. 
there were hundreds and hundreds of people gathered all around really? Dealey Plaza wow. waiting for this to happen. To happen. Really? Right? And in fact, um, they waited and waited and waited. Maybe it was a Mensa luncheon. That it was, could have uh, been. And, and then as it didn't happen, they started to figure whoa, out. Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, no, they didn't appear at the time that they were okay. supposed to. No, it's it didn't on. happen. No, it didn't. They didn't reappear at Dealey Plaza, which was a shock, so I think, to So they didn't appear. They didn't. But then what they said is, no, what's going to happen Okay. Is that they're going to reappear at the Rolling Stones concert that mm. happened last plan. night in oh, Dallas? That's a better plan, right? right. Yeah. So then that was the next part of yeah. it. That's but where, then, yeah, that's where I would reappear. Then I read this morning that they said since they, it didn't appear, the now the new theory is that Keith Richards is JFK Jr. Mm. <laughs> so. Okay. You know, I, I wish I was a salesperson. I could yeah. sell these people. We could sell them something. I'm just telling you right now, that's who we are, that we have a Some, lot of people I that like believe that. I like beer t-shirts. Yeah, we, and yeah, and right. so initially, like I said, I first read this. as like QAnon supporters go to Dallas. Who cares? But you start reading this, and it's like, it's this, is impre- you know, this is when, amazing. When you said it didn't happen, yeah, it I'm got sorry. weird for me. I know. That was a weird. <laughs> that was the weirdest Other than that, it was making uh, perfect sense. Uh, right. So anyways, I don't even know how to tie this all up uh, other than to say... And you thought Pole Assassin had problems. Yeah. 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 yeah that, you thought that story was a WTF. We got a little mini WTF. Doesn't even ah. need the lead in uh, ah. from messages from listeners uh, that, that all throughout. But it's nothing compared to that. This, no. this seems quite sensible. <laughs> um, so after I toasted Life Will Find a Way, that story about the two female sharks that were in captivity for 10 years with right. the males that gave birth to baby sharks. We got a number of messages from listeners about this phenomenon. Because apparently there's been a whole bunch of these virgin births, Andacondas, California condors, and they had questions. And of course, they were questions for the doctor. I think I can sum up all the questions into three categories, three basic questions. First, they want to know, is this phenomenon, virgin births, uh, females giving birth without males? One, is this a real thing, Doc? It is a real thing. It's been going on for millions of years, yes. Oh. Yeah. All right. Okay. Question right. answered. Like, said. There's like answered. Yeah, done. There's, there's yeah. like 80 species right. of vertebrates, animals that that actually do parthenogenesis. Yes. Correct. Wow. They don't. They don't need the boys. Yeah. Um, I like it when you say that. Yeah. <laughs> parthenogenesis. Parthenogenesis. You sounded like you're from Barcelona when you said that. <laughs> so, all right. So it is a real thing. It's a real Their thing. Second question is, and maybe you answered some of this. What's going on? Why is it seem to be happening now? So well, why, are, no, we, why just, are we seeing evidence of this all of a sudden? We're just we're, it's been going on for again millions of years. Just we're seeing it now, and mostly we're seeing it like in zoos, places where we're like observing and studying them. So do you think animals are just feeling more comfortable to come out of the closet and say, "I don't need a male," <laughs> or come don't, out of the cave? I guess is don't what you need do. the boys. Yeah, yeah, don't need but, the boys. But scientists think it's the that the ability to reproduce, so basically, it's asexual reproduction came about kind of as like a last ditch effort. So. And they're facing some adverse conditions, right. so typically like like in the desert or whatever. You know, so basically, also it's less effort, right? It's less effort. They they don't need to spend so the energy to go so find a mate. Lazy. mate. Yeah, right. So you're trying to say it's lazy. Exactly. <laughs> yes, giving birth. Lazy women. <laughs> hey. no. Overworked. Yeah, lazy. I was joking before we yeah. get there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Before. Right. How's that? Wait for your emails yeah. now. Yeah. So I, mean, I, I got a question for you. So so in other words, so sexual reproduction involves two ingredients. Pole assassin. Right. And <laughs> a monkey. monkey. Okay. Yeah. Joe, what's your ingredients? Does 
<laughs> sexual reproduction need. <laughs> Any other answers? Uh, besides I think I could land it. Uh, <laughs> pumpkin beer. Uh, <laughs> and I'm sorry. And oh, ouch. <laughs> that, that was a curtain pull. Close that up again. <laughs> and please, I think. Are those the go. two ingredients? <laughs> the ingredients, obviously, an egg and a sperm, right? Oh, okay. There you go. Wow. So the women have figured out the female animals how to do it without a without a sperm. Yeah. And that leads to the third question, which I can sum up as this. What are men for then? Yeah. To Just, tell these witty jokes. Yeah. So, <laughs> dad <laughs> jokes. A dad little, jokes. A little dad diversity. Because yes. basically all their kids are just going to be females without the boy. Oh. Yeah. So there you, there you, you need a little – so a lot of those organisms like lizards and things that are that can – in the southwest that can get along without the men. So they have low genetic diversity. So if anything, you know, a mutation or anything bad happens, they're not going to be very adaptable. So anyways, you know, we, we do – the men are needed. So you're saying we serve a purpose. Oh, we, we serve, serve a purpose. Okay. Besides dad jokes. Right. Okay. Uh, I don't think so. I think no. that's the purpose. Yeah. You got time for another beer? Of course. Do you have another beer? He, I checked of in his course. cooler. Well. Yeah. <laughs> so we're divulging. Yeah. But it's still, you know, October just passed. So we're going to some Oktoberfest. Back to our local brewery. We're going with a little uh, Carl Strauss Oktoberfest. Oh, nice. 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 There you go. Always good. I saw they had that at the Costco. Cases of those, and I went back to get them, and they were all gone. Oh, ah. I'm just gonna tell you guys right now for the record, I'm making a pale ale this weekend, and it's gonna be called Pole Assassin Pale Ale. Nice, nice. <laughs> just gonna say, yeah, I'm just that's good. out there. That's good. So, just so you guys monkey know, on the label, it's the first one that will not be I like beer. with a monkey on the label <laughs> yes, with no yeah, explanation. Yeah, yeah. Of just without, I without, it'll be I like beer. A monkey holding a, cl- a special team's <laughs> I like clipboard. Beer. Yeah, oh, perfect. I like beer. <laughs> no, punning, a punning, a monkey punning. <laughs> a monkey punning. <laughs> <laughs> I like beer, the pale <laughs> ale. Pull Assassin Pale Ale. Well, nice. I was hoping to bring you guys the Firestone Oktoberfest. That's been my favorite Oktoberfest of the season. But, of course, my family drank it. So, sorry. Families. Yeah. Well, thank you for bringing this. This is always, yes, it's year after year, one of my favorites. Yeah. yeah. And continues to be. That's delicious. It is good. Uh, that is a good one. 2016 Midsize Brewing Company of the Year. Yeah, the maltiness comes out. Definitely there. A little bit of nuttiness in there. That's fantastic. This is the best beer I've had in a couple weeks. Best beer I've had all night. It's a great beer. Thank you, Todd. Yeah, it's good. So the four or five for me. De nada. Anybody in the four range with me? Oh, easy. Four, range. four or five. Oh. I'm with you. I'm 4.25. And Tom? I think we're calling in the player. Once it hits your lips, it's so good. I was going to say we're calling in our very own pole assassin. But... <laughs> <laughs> All right. The player works, too. <laughs> Speaking of Will, if you've never seen the video of Will Farrell having a drum off with the Red Hot Chili Peppers drummer. Yes, I've seen oh, it. Yes, you got to YouTube. YouTube. It's hilarious. Yeah. Well, I think you have set us up with a great beer and to wind up the night, you know where this is going. Welcome to another edition of Beer, or Who's Your Daddy, Not a Beer. <laughs> so, to honor all those animals that don't need a daddy, <laughs> I'm going to name three beers. No, I'm actually going to name four beers tonight. <laughs> Who's your daddy? <laughs> four beers. <laughs> One is not really a beer. That's why I just literally named three real beers. Can you choose the beer that is not a beer? Here we go. Beer, numero uno. 
Who is your daddy and what does he brew? Who's your daddy and what does he brew? Beer number two, baby mama drama. Baby mama drama. Beer number four. Oh. <laughs> minus one. <laughs> Jump the rails there. Matt. Girls with toys <laughs> Not just don't need the anymore. boys. Girls with toys don't need the boys. Okay. And beer number four, super mega dank 420 chronic crush granddaddy supreme. <laughs> <laughs> one more time beer number one who's your daddy and what does he brew uh, beer number two baby mama drama beer number three great. girls with toys don't need the boys and beer number four super mega dank 420 chronic crush granddaddy supreme nice which is not a beer I'm gonna go counterclockwise because everything's flowing counterclockwise Tom damn you that wasn't one of the options no no I don't think that was really one of them I was thinking simple, but then he threw out number four. I'm like, holy number crap, where did he come awesome. up with that one? Or four minus one. That's yeah. four minus one. Yeah. Wow, that's true. 3.5. Yeah. I'm going to go number three. Number three, which was girls with toys don't need no boys. Or don't need the boys. Whatever. Don't need them. All right, Joe. I'm going to go with who's your daddy beer. Who's your daddy and what is he brew? Talent. Well, yeah, I don't even know on this one. <laughs> um, I'm gonna just go baby mama drama. Baby mama just to be different. Blanking in it. Yep. And I have no are. idea, but I do know Tom's better at this game than I am. And Tom, I'll pick what Tom picked. Perfect. Which was I don't know. But which was girls with toys. Don't yes, the boys. I, I feel confident with that. So no one shows beer number four, which is super super mega dank 420 chronic crush granddaddy supreme highs hazy ipa from great name i forgot to type it down but it is really a beer <laughs> <laughs> really putting our effort into this one <laughs> beer number one who's your daddy and what does he brew that really is a beer from basement brew house in landown under australia Landa. so it's down to beer number two baby mama drama and beer number three girls with toys don't need the boys and of course it is beer number two Two, baby mama drama really is a beer. Beer I made up was girls with toys don't need the boys. Tom is like the best. I don't think he's lost. I think Tom can read my mind, which is crazy. Get out of the gutter, Tom. There's not room for both of you in there. That's right. I'm in so deep, I don't think I can get out. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Good for you, Tom. Quote the pull assassin. Yeah. I thought for sure at some point pull assassin would come into the conversation, but whatever. I would have. Next one. I'll work it in. Yeah. yeah. Beers with poles. <laughs> and monkeys. Those will be Polish beers. Yeah, Polish there beers. You go. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Beer Not a Beer. Join us next time. Listeners, thank you for spending the hour with us. Make sure you share our podcast and check us out on Instagram and Twitter. And do not forget to visit the ILB store, pick up your swag. I like beer, the podcast.com. We'd love to keep drinking, but right now we got to go shop. Yes. And then we got to run. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. All we need is a 10 and a 5 or a car and a key and a sober driver. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run.